Go ahead, start it, Mike. My shine. Welcome everyone to the next episode. Take your your phone. Are you getting a text? It's like it's like uh, <laughs> I was I was I was replying to the boys in the Discord. <laughs> well, Chris is doing that. I'm trying to do professional work here. Uh, this is Peter. That was Chris who's messing on his phone, and we are here talking about the next song, next bonus track on Wizard of the Hood. Yes. Uh, we are this week. We are talking bonus round. We are talking "My Shine" by Violent J. Yeah. Like very uh, interesting track. It's got a little bit of a history that you may or may not know, but that's why we're here. That's why the Juggalo Rewind comes to you and teaches you something that you may not know, <laughs> or it, what do you call it? Uh, pricks at the the back of we're your mind. We're pricks. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it it makes you relive the. The memories from these the yesteryear yeah. of Juggalo the, history. I like to say we're like the Ken Burns of the Juggalo community. Jeez. Here to, you know, let you know things you probably don't need you don't think doing. Let me redo that. <laughs> Give you things you don't know you need. Like why does anyone need to know about my shine? Well, we're here to tell you. Yeah, of all the bonus ones, this is the only one you need to know. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We're starting strong. <laughs> yeah. I think with these bonus tracks, as we've alluded to maybe already, we are going to go through these a little quicker than the Quick, tracks. Like little Dean, little Dean, little zoop, zoop. <laughs> You've been listening to too much nonsense. <laughs> uh, since these don't have anything to do with the actual Wizard of the Hood rock opera, yeah, we're going to blow through this a little quicker than usual, but we'll still give you all the same nonsense. Just right. We're not going to bore you with intros and nonsense yeah there's no overlying <laughs> story to tie to and uh yeah. fitting in the grand scheme of an album these are which just is kind of a weird for us for right. the first time in a long time yeah They're definitely short little one-off boys so that's what these episodes are going to be so my shine well we'll talk about us real quick we are the juggalo rewind follow us on all social medias at juggalo rwd Email us, juggalorwd at gmail, or give us a phone call, 810-666-1570. Yeah, you got a few more weeks here to get in on the uh, the end of the season action, so let us know. Get high, listen to this album, tell us what you think. We're winding All down. <clears throat> we're, we've gotten through the Wizard's Palace, and now we're back. going back home. Woke up in Jay's bed. <laughs> you wish. About to be making an album. <laughs> What's something you're making? <laughs> So yeah, this is, um, I don't even know what track to call It's the 10th, well, let's just get right into it, God. <laughs> yeah, it would be track 10 on the vinyl, right? So it's track, no. It's, it's <laughs> 11 on the vinyl? Yes, it's track, no. <laughs> God, for all the work that we do here, we uh, still can't figure this out. So, My Shine is track 9. 10, 11, 12, 13 on the vinyl. Oh. Because it's... the. Well, let's start over. Let's start from the beginning. You take that. Okay, so Wizard of the Hood came out on Carnival <laughs> Carnage. <laughs> well, let's not go that far back. As I just knocked over the fence. <laughs> this whole episode is a fucking mess already. <laughs> Okay, let's go back to the beginning. Let's talk about where this song originated. Okay. This CD, this album, came out in July of 03. Right. This song debuted on ICP.com on Thanksgiving Eve of 2002. Right. So, nothing to do with The Wizard of the Hood. No. But it's clearly from... Do we, we don't even want to say like the Shangri La. It's got to like be recordings. Shang- yeah, Shangri La B side. Um, if they ever released a box set of Shangri La, I would, would imagine this is one of the tracks from the session. It has it, the vibe too of. It has to be like he had to have pulled 
it's in that era. Like, it, yeah. th- there's nothing saying that it's from there because he alludes to the wraith mm-hmm. and he like makes references like it was, it couldn't have been. So, we're going to get to that. The, the last line makes you, it couldn't have been on the CD. So, it has to be very, very soon thereafter. I was just looking up what was the uh, B side in the homie single? Um, there was a couple, but now that oh. is that be is, a song that we're talking yes. about. <laughs> so definitely not this one. But th- it feels like <clears throat> this should have been the B side. This more so than that. Yeah, some of the best songs of that era didn't make it to yeah the wraith, which is a whole nother story. I do have though. Do you want me to read the post? <laughs> yes, you can go right ahead from ICP.com. I'll skip the first part. I'll post it so you can read the full thing. But the second paragraph here says. We have two brand new songs so hot out of the Lotus Pod studio that we had to let them chill a little bit. Oh, sorry. Didn't put the silent bag on. <laughs> we had to let them chill a little bit so it wouldn't cause a meltdown on your computer when you download them. These two songs, put together with Clown Love by Violent J and Mike P, are a special gift to all of you that have had our backs over the years. So it says, in the spirit of Thanksgiving and helping with Psychopathic for your flavor to your Thanksgiving turkey... It is a joyous time here for the ICP, Psychopathic Records, and especially the Hedger family. We offer the songs My Shine and Bloody Bitch to you. <laughs> what a Thanksgiving gift, is Bloody that, Bitch. Is that what they call it, is Bloody yeah, Bitch? We'll, not, we'll, we'll yeah. talk about that, yeah, sorry. Yeah. But uh, to wish you and yours a happy and safe Thanksgiving. <laughs> there was a couple, this is the only time we're going to talk about this, there was a couple of years there where they had you meet them behind St. Andrews yeah. on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving Eve, and they would give out like free bullshit. Oh, really? It was always just like this. If you were in the area at the time, or you ever saw them at a comic convention or whatever, it was the same shit. It was Beanie Boys, comic books, mm-hmm. Murder Dog magazine, yeah, like, all the stuff they had, the like a surplus, Forgotten of. Freshness three, <laughs> <laughs> like ah, uh, fucking Jekyll Brothers, <laughs> Hell's right, Pit, WrestleMania, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying like you don't respect that they gave away. Yeah, yeah, it's shit. still cool they were doing that. But yeah, like if you are familiar with that era, that's the stuff yeah. you were getting. I was thinking this is the time they were giving out Thanksgiving, Thanksgivings. <laughs> they were giving out turkeys, weren't they too? Like the homeless folks and that uh, gimmick they did a couple times. They've always been good about stuff like that. About like they've had a couple where you bring cans and yeah, stuff. So, yeah. but I don't know if like this era in particular. But. I'd have to go back and look if there's other posts around there. But I felt like that was like the same time, but. Nonetheless, there it is. So this song, like you said, comes out on Thanksgiving Eve of 2002. Fast forward and to The Gathering 2003. Yeah. This is on the Collector's Edition 10 Mm -hmm. version of Wizard of the Hood. Right. It is the 10th track there. So it's the first bonus track. It's the first one after the album ends. Yeah, so it'd be yeah, track 8 on the 10. 10. 10. Because 1 to 9 on the album. Oh, I thought it was 7 for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's 10. 10th track there. Fast forward to 20 years later when the vinyl <laughs> comes out. The vinyl has four bonuses. This song is now last. Yeah. So... It flips positions with Bloody Bitch Dad. I guess the pacing, when you have all four of them together in the bonus, the pacing is good because it, it's more of a closer track than the downer Bloody Bitch. Than the other three horrible ones. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> We're jumping ahead. It's weird, though, that the I get the tin. You're buying it because it's the collectible. You get the blunt wraps with the tin. But it's weird that the tin only gets tracks you already had like it'd be fine if those were added on top of the bonus tracks that's the part that's yes i wasn't paying attention to what you were saying but (laughs) i I, if you just said that it's dumb that the collector's edition has the ones you already have then yes yeah that's what i was saying so fucking dumb but i thought i I was saying it'd be fine if those were on top of yeah if you just added those two on top of the already bonus yes you should have had a regular one with two and then the bonus one with all four, four yeah not which they two figured out two. fucking you said 10 years later 20 years later yeah um does not make sense why they did that but the, yeah, i guess the selling point on the tin is the the blood wraps as opposed to the music oh my God. <laughs> i wish i remembered how much more the tin cost it was a difference between like 10 and 15 or 15 and 30 
Like, I'm, how much I'm more the did CD was when they came out? My guess would be the CD is twenty, right? CDs were like twenty at that time. At the gathering, I, I when they dropped, mm, I wouldn't say twenty. When I they're brand be, new, I would think. I would think ten or fifteen. No, for a new CD, I was thinking the new CD would be twenty, and the ten would be thirty or forty. No. Yeah. <laughs> no fucking way. We have to um, pick a pause. Oh, look at this. Take a pause and uh, pull up on these old posts. You find like the how much they were. Yeah. They have the you know, the the PDF of all the fucking merch. So I remember getting that for the gatherings, mm-hmm. like highlighting what I wanted to buy. Oh, I definitely have that for the first one. Yeah. I have it printed out, but that's <laughs> uh, we'll dive into that someday. I don't know. There's no way that was more than thirty bucks the, for the ten. Thirty to forty. That's no way. No way. <laughs> You're thinking 2022 prices and not... See, in my mind, 2022, they're cheaper because CDs are um, less on the scale. And ironically, that one is expensive because it's hard to find. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Yeah. That, that's a whole different thing. It's a collectible gimmick, but so like, when I, they're releasing new CDs, usually they're like 10 to 15. Yeah. They? I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> regardless or irregardless, as you like to say, yeah, that's bounced around and it's on a... That's stupid. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they did it that way, but fuck them. Um, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> um, as you said, this track was produced by Mike P. It's a little ditty from Jay and Mike P. And it may not be from the Shangri-La time of recording, but definitely in the era of that CD being out and right. them basically living in the studio. Mike P. just pumping shit out with them. So. Right, they're putting so much shit out at this moment. So that is probably why, you know, they're still feeling that era mm-hmm. flowing through their diamond rain blood. <laughs> so that's the background of it, as fucking convoluted as it was. I can't believe it took us that long to fucking spit it out, but <laughs> this track for being a bonus is all over the place. Yeah. Before we get started, because it is too late, um, I want to jump right into our phone a friend okay if you don't mind still it's still relevant outside of the wizard's palace story oh yeah this is a, this is a <laughs> still season. The, yeah the season i guess is still i'll use my phone a friend who do you want to call you got an astronomy buff there no i have a friend though okay <laughs> to be fair i gave this person a heads up because i didn't want to totally miss out but also something a little different I don't know what this story is going to be. Okay. A little birdie told me to, t- to call this person for this song. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> so this could go horribly wrong, or it could be entertaining. Take that as it may. Or they may not pick up the phone at all, so it could be a total failure. <laughs> so, if you are a fan of ours, if you've listened for the past couple seasons... Last season, I forget what song, we had our friend Samantha mm-hmm. from Nebraska. She is a Scott Frost <laughs> apologist and a Cornhusker at heart. She still is, huh? There's someone still out there defending Scott Frost? Yeah, she's going to follow him to his dying day. <laughs> I was told that she has a story about this song. Okay. So we are going to give her a call okay. if she picks up and see what, what the story is. Please leave your message. <laughs> <laughs> right oh, you are a son of a bitch. <laughs> well, yeah, it wouldn't be the season if we couldn't no, get a hold of it. She just gave us the fucking button right off the bat. Fuck you, Sam. It must be on like uh, <laughs> sleep mode, you know? <laughs> sleep. She texted me literally 30 seconds ago. <laughs> Maybe so. she's uh, on the line already. <laughs> she's on the line already. She was texting me about the episode that she was just listening to. So. <laughs> Ironically, she said, I just live here. I don't give a shit about football. <laughs> so, um, whatever. Fine. That's how it's going to be. That's how it's going to be. I mean, if that's why you have to defend your love for Scott Frost, pretend you don't care about football. That's fine. I mean, oh, I, I, I thought you were talking about me. You're talking about her. <laughs> yes. That's a, a true. True statement. All right. Fuck it. Let's get into the song. Let's go. Uh, you already <laughs> know what we do. You know that we deep dive into nonsense. Yes. And that's what we're doing. So. We're, we're kicking in the high gear for right. these episodes. Violent J starts off. Big, heavy intro. Mm-hmm. This is for all the... This is, needs to be said, so 
we don't like to read, but mm-hmm. we're going to do it here. This is for all the juggalos enjoying these days with us in Shangri-Lizzy. This is for all the juggalos enjoying these days with us in shangri lizzy was always a fun one. Yeah, yeah you like, dropped the Lizzy on it. You like all the Lizzy's. <laughs> Again, telling you that this is straight Lotus era. Uh, yeah. Lotus era. <laughs> straight Wraith era. So, if you kids don't know, I can't believe we still have to say this every time. This, for being the most hated group in the world, as they call themselves, for being horrorcore, for being whatever, mm-hmm. this era was them, gimmicked or not, mm-hmm. being much more positive, upbeat, bright colors, different face paint, yeah. bright logos. We can, This isn't a wraith. Uh, I wish it was. I know. <laughs> We can say if it was gimmicked or not, or real or not, but they kept saying this is like the happiest time of our lives, right. most positive, blah, blah, blah. It's because he was stoned out of his mind Probably. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and that is where you get the, the diamond rain, yeah. you get all the positivity, and that bleeds through this song, and that's what he's saying here. Literally, my shine is that they're in a very happy and bright mm-hmm. place. So, <clears throat> just to put in context of where in time yeah. that is, and... Not that they're any lighter or darker now, but that was definitely their gimmick then. It was mm-hmm. the, like the darkness of what they sang about, and then this was like a total flip of that. Now it's, it's almost just like a of, preview of a. I feel like overall modern stuff is more in this. Yeah, realm. that's what I mean. Like now, it's kind of it spiked back then from like the highest to the lowest, yeah. and now it's just kind of. Right. There's down the middle of the road. Unless you want to argue that Lost kind of spiked. Yeah. Not Lost. Yeah. Lost and Found. Yeah. Lost was supposed to be like the dark. That's very, it's very Wraith like of the yeah. two coin, two sides of a coin. But not as like. Um, Flip the Rat also has kind of that darker. Not Flip the Rat. Fucking Fred Fury. That, that era, the Fred Fury era is darker. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think overall their stuff now is more poppy, upbeat sound. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I'd argue, yeah. But this isn't a second deck. Second deck <laughs> fucking season. This is Wizard of Hood. <laughs> we're discussing... Now you forgot what we're my doing, shine. <laughs> I thought we are in the wreath. All right, let's jump right into the yeah. lyrics, and there's a lot to <laughs> talk about here, which yeah, is crazy. Actually, yeah, right off the bat, we're going to talk about Hollow Wicked 2002. Second night. Puff of smoke, and we're here hella tight. Like, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Well, a, like, is he th- are you thinking, like, you snap your fingers and, like, you're going back in your memories? Yeah. Or is he literally smoking and it's a uh, puff of smoke? First hearing this in Thanksgiving 2002, I'm thinking snap of fingers, puff of smoke, explosion. You know, listening to this after listening to the weed album, you're thinking <laughs> you just see a smoke of weed reminiscing just, about. Just laying in bed. <laughs> And we're there, hella tight, like Hollow Wicked 2002, second night. Yeah. Great reference right off the bat. Also, okay, now we're talking. Yeah. This song was on ICP.com on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. of 2002. Just a month later. So, unless they set, unless he wrote this knowing ahead of time. <laughs> How sweet. Yeah, double how big it was. You're you now have like the month where this came out, right? Or where this was written. This was written in the month of November. Yeah, so it would place it after the wreath, which it I wouldn't think be a B side. Yeah, you're. It right. already does because of something later, but yeah. Now we're <laughs> narrowing it down. What happened? Do you have that right in front of you? Yeah. So, Hollywood 2002 was in Royal Oak. It was two nights with two different. I like that you're asking, and you're the one who annotated this. Well, yes, but I don't remember off the top. <laughs> yeah. I just want to make sure. That I think I know what it is, but I, I don't want to well, misspeak. The, yeah, the second. So, ICP headlines both nights. Different openers each night. First night was ABK, Esham, and Zug. Oof. And then the second night was Esham Twisted opening. And I think making that like the, the trio, the second night you get the fucking godfather of horrorcore... Wicked shit, Esham. whatever you want. Popped <laughs> 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 Chris. And then you get Twisted, who at this point is fucking already like right neck and neck with them. Like right. they're fucking both headliners. 
Yeah, so I think that's why the second night was... And it just probably just rhymes better, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. But that's all. When I, when I first went back to revisit this, I'm like, we were at both nights. And I'm like, I don't remember what made the second night that much... It all It's all blended together as one oh, show. God, yeah. yeah. I, I'd like to bet, without remembering for sure, that they did the exact same set, right? You'd have to dig that up, yeah, because I don't remember. They had to have. That's definitely the era of them just... Then the era that the era now they never change shit up. Uh, they do one now. Well, now they don't tour anymore, so the one-offs they can. Yes, they can do a different set. But yeah, they're not exactly a Bruce or Pearl Jam where they're doing a different set every night. <laughs> like Jack White, where he's just fucking looking at his band and be like, "This we're playing next." Like, yeah, no. I, I seen him at a he did a small show at Third Man Records in Detroit. So fucking super tiny, and you could watch him. And he was playing the LC the next night, so he probably had a set in mind for that show. Mm-hmm. But legit, at the third band show, you could tell the band would like they'd be like the drummer was like, po- like posed, <laughs> like waiting, and Jack would like do one strum. He's like, okay, this is what I have to do. Like you had to be like on call, ready to do that's like fine. what pops in his head. Like, yeah, that's not not what's happening with the clowns on stage. No, they have a tape, and <laughs> there's zero audibles. But yeah, I don't know if they. There's no way they did anything different. Night one to two, but I didn't care at the time. No, it was no, it was still cool. <laughs> it's still have a good time. Let me tell these fucks about Eight Mile Road and how we run this bitch. Let the truth be told. And I have a hard time with this in my memory bank. This is right in the middle of them and the Eminem. Yeah, it's got to be right. Like Slim Anus and all that came out it's like ca- between ninety nine and oh one. So it's kind of dying out, but. It's still, it, yeah. I'm not saying this is a direct, I wouldn't call this a diss at no. all. I think just by this time, because that's a good question. Like, when did Eight Mile? Come I just, out? I was just looking at the Thank Eight Mile you. movie. Like, it is now, if not from the movie, before it, from Eminem blowing up. Eight Mile Road is now a prevalent Detroit. Everyone outside of Detroit now recognizes what Eight Mile is. Yeah, because of Eminem and mainly because of the movie. Yeah, that came out in two thousand two. Trying to find the the exact date, November eighth, two thousand two. Came out about same time. That's crazy. Yeah. So if this, as we go back to what we said at the beginning, this is recorded early two thousand, early November, mid November. So yeah, it's probably he's watching media go nuts about eight mile i'm like no we're detroit motherfucker like he wants yeah. to claim yeah. it that's a funny like timeline yeah that's, i bet he was at the uh, premiere with me and andrew <laughs> was that the state theater the uh fox theater no it was at the just the normal ass movie theater was it really? <laughs> in uh on the east side of town right by andrew's house oh really um, I don't, it wasn't a star theater. It was like was the, Gordy there since he's a no, but there was star? A, there was a bunch of people. <laughs> M wasn't there, but there was like a Q and A with like the producer or okay. whatever. Um, what the fuck, Eastland Mall, whatever like mm-hmm. movie theater used to be there. Yeah, it was me, my girlfriend at the time, Andrew and Tom. We all went like I won four free tickets or whatever. It was like the world premiere. <laughs> You know who else was the only like famous quote unquote person that I remember being there in line with us was Champ Town. I tell of Champ Town's mother. So I don't remember anyone else. I'm sure there was, but I definitely recognized him. Going back, uh, how, our setlist.com does not have. Oh no! Fuck list. no! They don't. Like <laughs> for those two shows. I love that website, but for Juggalo stuff, it is horrible. Well, and maybe we need to build them. <laughs> yeah, the help of somebody. <laughs> it's impossible. Like to go to back, remember, yeah. To go backwards, it's impossible. You could do it from now, and I think people do yeah. because they've caught on to that. Talk about one of those things that I wish we did the whole be, time. Yeah, so curious what the set list was from Odu. Like we were so big on like remembering merch and shit like right. that. Like ahead of the, I don't want to say we like we in particular, but I think we were part of a small group that yeah. did. Yeah, some stuff you wish you could go back and be like, man, that would have been yeah, something have great to like keep track of. Black truck convoys running east to west with little hatchet men in back windows upper left. That was a big thing at the time that they were like rocking they, the black trucks. Yeah, and he's alluding to riders that like I feel like they've mentioned that more than once that they put the sticker, you put the hatchet man sticker on the upper left of your window. Is that just me? 
I, I feel like that's if not in song in interviews or talking or whatever that was like put it. that was like there whatever black truck convoys though yeah black truck bump it is a day that shit was <laughs> awesome god can you imagine that season <laughs> we have a lot of it was a different time oh yeah that's a really <laughs> tough one man this stuff though is all fucking these first what four or five lines went through just pure Russian nostalgia and all this shit everything it's like, has like something about yeah um, it's even, just fucking me in the middle of high school loving life <laughs> through all this uh, this juggalo nation can't nothing compare because we run under the, with the dirt flip side of the street I said compare I meant compete he's <laughs> in the upside down like a stranger thing um, just alluding that they're the underground right. I don't know if they've mentioned that by name at this point the label that runs beneath the streets was 99 that was yeah so they're definitely talking yeah that was their gimmick like we mentioned at the end of the album he's kind of going fast here you know Mm -hmm. he's he's speeding it up a little bit and this he picks it up here a little bit i think too even mid starts singing a little bit yeah and again we'll read this even though i it's dark in the studio ever since (laughs) ever since the first time i seen the dime rain (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, anyways ever since the first time i've seen the diamond rain i'm loving every second that the shine that it shine the same yeah. so many want to see us bring the fire rain why can't we just enjoy it while the time remains yeah. so i think he said it in an interview it may be annotated there but it is yeah he's just no oh, do you just want to read it or do you want to freestyle it well he was talking about how they said Hell's Pit would come out one exactly one year later at the seminar at the gathering. They mentioned mm-hmm. that, and then it did not come out till two years later at '04. And I remember, I do remember this at the time. Everyone like wanting Hell's Pit, like oh, we want the dark shit. Like yeah, this was kind of mixed reviews when Wraith came out. Like half the people didn't like it. People still, I think, kind of in retrospect, ridiculous. <laughs> oh yeah, we are proponents of fucking the Wraith. We love we love Shangri-La. fucking the Wraith. <laughs> But this comes out in November of '02, so it's weird he's saying that people are calling for uh, wanting to see the fire rain already. Like, yeah, I wonder if that was just if that was from something specifically, or just knowing that the anticipation for the next one is yeah. that he wanted to stay right in yeah. the in the good and not the. But it is kind of funny that looking ahead, that is the thing that people would like. We're bitching about wanting because they kept getting delayed. Like, oh, here comes fucking uh, Wizard of the Hood. Oh, here comes Psychopaths on Our Space Two. Here's Zug Island. <laughs> like all these things were uh, not roadblocks, but like slowing down the second half of the six coming. Yeah, out. and yeah, that was the thing of everyone bitching about when's it coming out. I wonder. Uh, I'm not trying to compare the two. Did they? God, I can't even believe I'm saying this. Did they learn with Missing Link that you should put the positive one first? Why did they flip that? I'm sorry. Let's start over. You did it backwards. Yeah. Put the negative one first. Yeah. I'm sorry. The the Wraith starts positive and goes dark, but the Missing Link starts dark and ends ends up light. Yeah, they did flip it. Yeah. And it makes sense because you want to end on the celebration. Like, I think that was the thing is they ended on the Wraith being a celebration. They were living, like said, the Diamond Ring era. So then you're like, oh, we still have to put this second one out that's like dark and depressing. Yeah, and like, we already ended the whole, like the story has been told. All six have risen. They've all... <laughs> and they've consumed us all. <laughs> yeah, it did feel that way though, didn't it? When it came out, like you're like, oh yeah, there's this second half still like we have to listen to. Yeah. It's, it, it didn't, I to mean, me it was already over. When the fucking Shangri-La <laughs> came out, it was over. There was no second half. It was like, that's yeah. what you were waiting for. And, yeah, that is, we lived it, but it's, it's hard to explain, right? That's, it also dropped, to, like, so Shangri-La dropped November of 02. I graduate that next, <laughs> that next spring. So by the time the Hell's Pit comes out, it's also like, like, this has always been tied to my youth. Mm. And the youth is kind of like ending. So, you know, I wonder if like Hell's Pit came out in 03. If it if it would if I'd feel that same way, if that's more tied to like when it came out in my life, because that's always the theme of these fucking albums. Like when these yeah. came out, <clears throat> where were you in your life? It matches perfectly to me <laughs> with just Shangri La. Oh, interesting. It's, it's 
we can talk about that in a million different seasons. Yeah, right? we have Just to get. The, we'll get deeper in that when it comes to a Shangri-La season. And then the, the last part, I think we can just kind of go through. I'm a crystal. F- I always wondered is this a specific reference. I'm in a crystal forest under a greenlit sky. Wasn't crystal forest the name of the first gathering place? Yeah, you're right. It's either the what they called it or one of like the. Campgrounds. They like use the name like the campsites. They do, yeah. Like those were real funny when they were named. I just feel Crystal Forest like rings a bell for me. Yeah. Tornadoes of glitter float calmly by. It's cool, like yeah, visuals. Angels fly naked, (laughs) letting their titties sway. (laughs) He has this nice, very like you're in a moment. All of a sudden, oh, here's naked titty titty angels. (laughs) And so many diamonds you can ice. Er thing. That was the Nelly, right? That's where that came from. I think so. At least we made a Popular, in pop culture. Yeah. So yeah, like almost every line there is definitely a reference and nostalgia or something. Yeah. So he's flying through them and it's it's cool. Like I I like that. The chorus. Him just saying, Ain't nobody gonna stop my shine. They got the little guitar strumming, like Mike P's uh and the acoustic boy. And he's got his little his singing voice on. <laughs> the singing boots. Oh yeah. He's like, fuck, I can't do my Zog Island album. I gotta get in somewhere. <laughs> now the next part, like the end of the chorus, I don't get. Uh, either I don't get it or I think it's kinda shitty. The whole like where ah, my mm-hmm. book is falling apart. The whole like the beat changes and it goes the rap game it's happening yeah is that like I, that's kind of weird i don't like that but no it kind of throws you off what what you're in now the best part of that is in the middle of it in the background him dropping the line you cannot hold me back yeah you cannot <laughs> hold, hold me, me back. back which is a reference to 1989 awesome dre yeah you cannot hold me back Kazak will attack, just like a Mack truck on Amtrak locomotive. You never grab a hold of me, the ferocity of my velocity strong. They can feel it in Hong Kong, and when I throw a show, you know the lines are long. For what I'll be popping... They've referenced him a bunch of times, he's done songs with them. Yeah, now he, he's like kind of intertwined with them. Yeah, and he's even done a remake of that song, You Cannot Hold Me Back. I don't know if I've ever heard that. I might look like a psych, I keep leverage We're not down an alcoholic beverage Now it don't get too through from just drinking brew But if I do, I can still beat you And your weak crew too Repossess your heart just like a revenue Take a look at your eyes, they look glossy Cause it's scared to death of my posse Who rules the city? Hardcore committee Hardest right needy show with it's no on. It's a DJ Clay shit. Yeah, maybe. That, that's gotta that's be. That's where he was like popping up for a minute. He yeah. Was, like, a fire ass track with. Oh my God. <laughs> we'll save that for another day. <laughs> um, but yeah, Awesome Dre is like a pioneer of Detroit hip hop. And man, I mean, I haven't seen him in a while, but I'm like, in my mind, he's gotta be fucking like 60. Like, he's gotta be so old. And then you've seen him in like 08, no, you know, we started popping up with him. And I'm like, he still looks fucking young. I guess he's like Esham. Like, Esham's started so young. So yeah. He's, Almost their same age, but yeah, you're visualizing the guy they grew up listening to would be like a lot older than he is. <laughs> but he's he's probably yeah he's got to be 50, late fifties yeah. yeah. But I'm th- I'm thinking he's gonna be this haggard old man like. <laughs> Isn't he at the Esham show yeah. coming up? We're about to still see him. Kind of sweet. So yeah, that's a direct reference to Awesome Dre, who was like we said, uh, pioneer not of. Like horror core or no, he was just straight just, up be yeah, a Detroit hip hop yeah. early on. Like I was trying to think today, I'm not going to be perfect with all this, but you'd say him and um, Merciless Amir. Merciless Amir is up there, but I was thinking of a breed. Oh, MC Breed, yeah. That's like that era. Yeah, and then it starts splitting off into like obviously like Esham, Esham and all that yeah. stuff. But then you like your hip hop side is goes a different route like this it branches off from there but they were like, like all those guys were the same i feel like early on and then when isham arrives those it's where it branches because isham sparks house of crazies and uh icp even eminem somewhat but eminem's kind of, he's kind of like right in the middle of the lane yeah and then the other yeah. side has like a slum village proof uh, par- D- paradigm D- Dilla almost has like his own like yeah. land like he's not well Dilla was with Slum you know doing local shit but then he was like alright I'm gonna produce 
everyone who's fucking awesome because yeah. my beats are just out of this world. See, Questlove's making a documentary about him. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Is he gonna have Boy Kelly? Uh, he should. <laughs> Boy Kelly, the the Dilla historian. Yes, I remember before I. We knew boy. We knew boy Kelly. We're, about, we're supposed to be quick episodes here. Yeah. We knew boy Kelly uh, going to shows early on, and I remember messaging him asking for like the Jay Dilla changed my life shirts. He's like, I don't know. I don't. I can't give you those. <laughs> it was just like on Facebook before I was like friends. You know, friends with him now. But I remember him being like, I don't fucking. What do you? I don't know. You fucking Mark. <laughs> yeah. Those are people who text us. <laughs> we don't know what the hell they're talking about. All right. So that's a nice little reference that he throws yeah. in there. He mentions the wraith. You know, because like the wraith, I walk through you. <laughs> Kung fu like guru and southwest voodoo. <laughs> nice Lots line. of rhyming. Another reference here that comes into play later, but whatever. I think it's just a common reference. I see you running down hallways now looking for cracks. Referencing the fact that when you're a kid, there's a whole like the, you know, you step on a crack, yeah. you do whatever. I think this one in particular, it's, maybe it's annotated there. That it is, yeah. It's specifically like when he was like, maybe he had a story about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was very specifically like did he mention that in a? Uh, it's in beyond the beyond, oh. behind the paint <laughs> beyond the mat. <laughs> Which yeah, it's annotated here. But I read that fairly recently and do remember him saying the stories when they were kids. People would say if you stepped in a crack, you got to kiss a Bruce brother. And that was like <laughs> the biggest fucking insult to every kid in the school. <laughs> And now he's insinuating that he's so big that... Dear, you wanted to step on cracks to kiss him? <laughs> I know that's why you're stepping on cracks. What? You're the one who's the crack tile, Mark. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different story. The next lines, I think, are annotated that they're referencing the next song. Yeah. But I don't know if it's specifically that song or just... He's floating back and forth between Shangri-La and Hell's Pit, like the good and the and the mm-hmm. wicked. Uh, I got a body on my bathroom floor, so I cut it and chop it and wrap it, and I wrap and I drop it. I take a shower and I'm ready for more. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I, I don't think it's specifically referencing that song. It's very similar to it. But. Yeah, man, I don't. I'm gonna have to when we when we start going through the lyrics of "Bloody Bitch Dead." Um, is there an actual part where he chops up a body that's in his bathroom? Like, kind that of specifically, kind of. But I'm just like they they chop up and eat bodies nonstop. It's like it's I all know. It's, 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 it's all the same. It's it's, it's the goddamn dead body man. <laughs> he is the dead body man. <laughs> Next line. Oh boy. <laughs> oh man, I forgot about this one. Yikes! I, like, I don't even know if is that. That's horrorcore. <laughs> if you listen to us on season two, we we're asking what means horrorcore. Is that offensive? I know that's the dumbest question. I'll say it because I don't like. There's no words here that I think they're horrible. Yeah, I get wicked like AIDS in a gay man's butt. I mean, I guess he's not like. He's, he's not, not making like a homophobic slur, but he's area. insinuating of the. That's way past the time of thinking that AIDS is just just from, in gay men. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that that's the part that you're like, oh, that's don't defend me. Say I was a fool then, but I'm not now. There's no excuse. I was going with the flow, and that's the very thing we preach against. That's yeah. like I think it's offensive, but I'm not sure. But I want to err on the side of caution. It's like now where everyone just assumed monkeypox is only in gay folks. I've never heard that before. That's, that that was getting spread at first. <laughs> we should yeah. cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I was just comparing it to like yeah, like you said. By 2002, clearly AIDS, anyone is catching yeah. it. It's not just in this community. Yeah, this is, the song wasn't written in 1991. And the fact that this line comes out when he is clearly very much homophobic and some of the shit he's saying yeah. makes you think it is offensive. But yeah. All right, I vote offensive. <laughs> I, vote, I vote offensive. <laughs> Drop the, this was a different time. Yeah, <laughs> right there. Um but then the next couple lines, like he's bringing again good little references, you know, or I mean, yeah, maybe he's not. He, maybe he's really not trying to be offensive with this one. He's just trying to be like describing like very visual. This is his version of wordplay. Yeah, things that I mean, he's no Eminem. What do you what do you want from the guy? Yeah. 
Wow, there's a drop of Shakeem. <laughs> He's no Eminem. What, what do you want, want from, from the guy? guy? <laughs> I'd like to go on record to say Wizard of the Hood has some of Jay's best rhyming, so I was giving him props earlier in the season. Um, I spit lyrics so cold, my mouth frozen shut. I mean, yeah. that's a cool like little one-liner. I don't like this next part where they drop the chorus Back into in the there. verse. Like that's terrible. I'm lazy. It's it's interesting, but I don't like it. Well, we didn't like that. I think we both collectively didn't like that sound that, the of the, the rap game. With. It's happening. Like yeah. it didn't. So to, to drop it in, it's I think it's cool. If I liked what the rhyme was, I don't. <laughs> anyway. I don't. I don't like the rhyme, so it doesn't. Yeah. And then I I do like for multiple reasons. Ruby red trees, yellow gem bushes, mercury waterfalls, granting all wishes. This is all maybe not specifically, but mm. it's definitely bringing back thoughts of of Wizard of the Hood. Yeah, for sure. Makes me think of a fucking slot machine. I do like how he kicks that in, and he goes, "Ruby red trees." Ruby red trees, yellow gem bushes, mercury. Which later is the daughter named Ruby. Yeah. Right? It's just funny <laughs> how like he he eases into yeah. it. Uh, look in the mist and you'll find my axe in the back of the fool trying to stop my shine. So he's saying, look out. Right. Then uh, he does the fucking chorus again, which I think it's the exact same. It may be like, he may double it up and have like the little higher pitch in it, but it's... Right. It's so I got Mike P strumming along. Like I do the fucking Johnny Cash guitar. It sounds like... Um, Barracuda, you're about to say. <laughs> sounds nothing like what's going on in this song. No, not at all, but that's what we do. It's what you do. Then they have the same fucking rap game that's happening. Yeah. Hatchet Man, the best. Then we get can. dark again. Yeah. Um, it's in, uh, I keep saying it's interesting, but uh, <laughs> I've never been to churches except for some chicken, which is funny. That's Ch- funny, yeah. Church's chicken is everywhere, right? Or is that just like a north? I mean, it's probably not across As the prevalent. entire... U.S., but I imagine it's big enough that it's big, no. especially now that a fucking chicken sandwich blew up and every other place yeah. had to make their own chicken sandwich. Except, I think people know that <laughs> they make it, right? Dude, no. No, it's Popeye's that started yeah. it. Yeah. Churches, you're right, churches might be a little smaller. I was yeah. getting a little confused. For us, churches chicken is attached to all White Castles. It used to be. It used to be separate. Yeah. You don't think they're together anymore? I haven't seen a church. This one used to have a churches in it. Well, yours also is barely open. Right. But do you you remember Church's Chicken? They would have, like, I think it was like a gumbo or a jambalaya. I feel like we've talked about this. And they would use the meat from the White Castle burgers and grind it up into the fucking rice. I find that right now. (laughs) I'm so hungry thinking about it. (laughs) Nothing is open by by the studio. So, yeah, it's not KFC, it's not Popeye's, but it may be a little more local, but Church's Chicken. Yeah, you're right. You they don't know. have a chicken sandwich. They have, like, wings and straight-up chicken. Yeah, that's like a real, they have, like, fucking green that's beans. That's good, yeah. I haven't had that in forever. Neither have I. Might be dinner tomorrow. <laughs> There's still one on, uh, by the mall, Westland. Really? It's, it's connected to a, it's with a Little Caesars. I can't even picture. Oh, I think I know what you're by talking about. By the McDonald's, yeah, where the yeah. Toys R Us used to be. Um, I don't trust no one. I tell a priest to eat a dick. <laughs> and then spit some old Esham on his ass. I do like that part. Spit some old Esham on his ass. Yeah, he's always good about referencing Esham as being the devil. Um, being the devil himself. <laughs> now, some of this, I I can go off on a huge fucking tangent on, but I'll try to maintain. Mm-hmm. I've even used Bible papers when I'm twisting my grass. He's just got to go right back to his fucking being a kid. Like, ooh, I got fucking thin paper. I can, you know. That paper is very uh, joint like, yeah. yeah. Um, that but, still makes me, like, nervous, though. Like, if it feels like, yeah, bad, like, you get possessed, like, exorcists. We're in spooky season. It makes me scared. But the carnival has always been around with its blessing. I ain't never tried to feel, <laughs> or it, I, it ain't never tried to feel up my balls at confession. I hate. And we talked about this similarly in Most Tasteless. I hate when someone groups things together, even though the the small minority is very, very bad. Yeah. And it's fucking horrible. And I'll I'll say it. I don't care. Yeah. Yes. 
there are bad cops. Yeah. Yes, there are bad priests. Right. Yes, there are bad teachers. But there's also bad people who work at McDonald's. Yeah, there's bad every... graphic designers. <laughs> there's bad HR people. Yeah. There's bad dentists. Yeah. I hate when specifically priests and cops and teachers get lumped in for, even if you call 10% of being the most horrible people mm-hmm. in the world, the other 90% get the brunt of it. Yeah, no, I definitely. fucking hate that. And I'm not like the most devout Catholic or whatever, right. but shit like that irritates me that like, that's prevalent. Uh-huh. And that's not even where I was going with this. Like, <laughs> he's just insinuating, but it's funny that he turns it around and talks about the carnival as God. Yeah. So he's saying... We are like that. The carnival is like religion, mm. uh, except that we don't fucking find the little boys. Yeah. Like, you don't have to say that. <laughs> like, it's, a, it, it's a, it's a very. Stu- He's trying to be shocking for no fucking reason, and I, it's kind of weird. I, I also go the other way, thinking I don't know if he grew up in a Catholic household. Like, did he? At one point, could something happen to him? Because he's very fucking angry about it. Like, yes. Kukapucha killers and by his. Right. By his stepdad yeah. or like a guy. But I'm like with church because he's. No, I think. Uh, I mean, I guess if you've had that happen to you and the Catholic Church had the fucking scandal it had, you're going to. Reference that? Yeah. Cause you're going to be like, if you've a victim yourself, not from the church, from mm-hmm. someone else, I imagine you'd still be. It would still bring feelings in you when you see that in the news. So I guess maybe that's why he gets on the priest this hard. It's unfortunately pop culture. Like talk about a weird, yeah, I I don't, I don't know. I don't pretend to know what happened to him, but I don't think it was religious related. No, I think it's just the laziness, but you're saying that like (laughs) he hears it and he triggers them to like, right. I mean, if you're a victim, yeah, you're going to be, I'm fucking it. When those stories came out, it was fucking wrenching to oh, yeah. someone who didn't have it happen. So I can't imagine you had something and happen. When they came out, I mean, they come out all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not like a one time. It's not like the fucking girl fought on the well. Like it literally <laughs> happens all the time. But like that, when it was uncovered of all the fucking yeah, the cover up of of it, yeah. Again, it happens more often than just the one. Um, but regardless, I, I went off on a tangent that I don't know if I meant to, but. Uh, <laughs> So it's supposed to be a quick episode, guys. It was. Uh, we know the carnival is God. That's odd. So what? It is. And we ain't sorry if we tricked you. <laughs> I like that. So good. But again, shows that that wasn't from the wraith. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a direct reference right, to, like, yeah. the most important fucking line in yeah. the wraith. We ain't sorry that we tricked you. We know the carnival is God. That's odd. So what? It is. We ain't sorry if we tricked you. Yeah. Ain't nobody gonna stop me. So we still use that line to this day oh, yeah. for everything. No, of course we do. That's just, <laughs> it's great that that ties into that. Yeah. And then he does the chorus like fucking two or three times over. But much like the rest of the CD album, as Chris likes to call it, <laughs> it changes. <laughs> it changes up. Like it's. I still don't like it. But now he's like yelling in the background. Yeah. Like he's yelling, "What? Do you think we give a fuck?" Like it's it's, it's different enough where you listen to it. Mm-hmm. But it's not different enough where I think it's good. Well, it's not part of a story, so there's no need to listen to it. You definitely... Skipper. Yeah. And end it early. For sure. If we want to go back, uh, I think Sam is ready to, to oh, talk. Yeah. If we can this try. is good. You wrap it up now with the story. Yeah, we can try this again. So, if she, fucking, if she fucks us again, then it's over, too. <laughs> she fucks us we'll, again. We're, we're never doing this again. She claims that... Please leave your message. <laughs> <laughs> you, you liar. You're such a liar. You don't have it on silent. You, she said her phone is on silent. She didn't hear it. But it wouldn't go right to voicemail. <laughs> uh, do we have anything else to talk about with this episode? Or, um, no. Uh, did we mention how long it is? Do you have that right in front of you? It, all of these are pretty short. So, um, this one flowed pretty quickly. Um, it didn't drag on. Uh, I don't like the choruses, but you know, that's what it, it is. What it is. I was pulling the spreadsheet back up. I lost it when I was uh, looking up eight mile. Three minutes and twenty seconds, which compared to the other three is pretty long. 
And I imagine 40 seconds of it is Hook. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which is unfortunate. <laughs> Why did someone text me? Imagine if they let Blaze throw the first bowl out of Tigers. Can yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? I think that's about it, eh? Yeah. We tried to make that quick, yeah. but this was, uh, of the four, there's probably most stuff going on here. So. Yeah, there's a lot of nostalgia, a lot of stories. This was one we probably could have stretched out if we wanted to. Yeah. You know what we should have did? We should have made a Thanksgiving dinner in honor of these coming out on Thanksgiving. <laughs> we should have had some churches chicken. I'm definitely thinking about getting that tomorrow for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm watching it. Tomorrow's... We're going to timestamp this, let you all know we're recording this on a Friday night. Tomorrow is football Saturday. I don't have any... Usually, sometimes I like to plan my meals. You know, I like to smoke something in a smoker... You know, make something for the football game. I did not have that plan, so it was going to be pizza. I think it's going to be Church's Chicken. And I can pick up a cheese pizza at Little Caesars connected to it. <laughs> and you can have some Alizé from last week. <laughs> we're, we're saving the Alizé for the live smoke-along season finale. All right, well, I'll just be... Uh, you got to steer that fucking ship. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone trashed watching Wizard of the Hood. Yeah, oh, that's oh, I'm not can't even imagine doing that episode. Um, thank God we didn't do it for always to smoke with. Now we got to do it again. Now you got to do it for a whole no, whole no, album. that's like, not gonna happen. Um, all right, so we're wrapping up my shine. You can't stop my shine. No, I'm gonna close the tin on this boy. As you know, follow us everywhere at Juggalo R W D. Call us or text us eight one zero. 666-1570 and if we call you just don't pick up the phone and um, if you have footage from Hollow Wicked 2002 first or second night send it to us I want to see this ain't gonna happen <laughs> hey uh, stuff gets unearthed all the time on YouTube nowadays that's, that's true email us juggalorwd at gmail and don't forget to rate review subscribe on Apple Spotify and all your uh, podcasting listening applications all right this is supposed to be a quick one, so we're going to tie this boy up. My shine. We'll see you later for more bonus goodness. Bonus. Bonus wow. goodness? Yeah. You can say that every time. We <laughs> expect you're recording all of my night. Oh, my God. All right. It's happening. I'm stepping in. I represent the hatchet man as best I can. All music played in this episode and in this entire season is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. Hope you liked it.